a lifetime of indoctrination. So busy fighting with each other that we never look up and realize we're getting fucked. We're the only one in the universe that has free will. We are born free and we will stay free. What's up, guys? Welcome to Free Will. This is Tony Scardino. I'm just going to dive right into it today. I'm going to talk about the red pill, blue pill community and respond to a few things that I'm going to pull up. And yeah, let's just get right into it. So red pill, blue pill community, for the people that don't know, I'm going to start off with what I knew from the beginning because I actually do feel like I had an understanding of this topic pretty early on before any of my friends and before it got big on social media. And that's because when I was in high school, this boy that I was friends with told me about it. And he was very, he was, he was like very secretive saying, don't tell any guy that I'm telling you this, this is bro code. I shouldn't be telling you any of these things, but this is the red pill. This is the blue pill. And this is how basically from what I understood was this is how like guys have game and how they pull a girl, how they get into bed with a girl. And from what I understood at that time was that a red pill is a guy that basically, you know, he takes a longer time to respond. He ghosts you, then he zombies back in. He, you know, he's playing the game. He's, he's the red pill. And that's how he pulls the girl. That's how he gets into bed with the girl. He has, you know, that hot and cold vibe. The blue pill is basically the best friend. He's the guy that's gonna be there when the girl is heartbroken from the other guy. And she's gonna cry on his shoulder. And he's the best friend. And he was there, you know, for, for the long run. But that's how he gets into bed with her. So there's just a certain way, certain type of game that guys play and it's basically you're either a red pill or a blue pill that's two different categories and I went into college with that mindset it was actually interesting getting told that because I did see that in men like I did see okay I was like this guy's a red pill <laughs> this guy's a blue pill this guy in my life's a red pill this guy in my life's a blue pill I saw it and then it started becoming big on social media and, you know, of course, Andrew Tate, he blew up and it started becoming more of a topic and the red pill community started becoming a bigger topic because of what was going on. And that was the men's mental health crisis. and. That was always what Andrew Tate's message was from the beginning, was there's a mental health crisis going on. I'm here to help men. That's why more and more men, I think it started becoming a trend to be like a red pill talker. People were, you know, there's more and more podcasts. People are talking about dating. You know, girls started jumping in and like it started becoming a trend 
in our generation on social media to talk about these the red pill blue pill community essentially and the red pill community i believe had good intentions because we are facing a men's mental health crisis i mean suicide rates from men are ex- going up depression rates are going up i mean let's look at the statistics actually let's Mm, suicide rates. The rate of suicide is highest in middle-aged white men in 2021. Men died by suicide 3.9 times more than women. On average, there are 132 suicides per day. Over 6 million men suffer from depression per year, but male depression often goes underdiagnosed. So I actually studied this in one of my classes in college in intercultural communications. I believe we watched a documentary on the men's mental health crisis, and we saw the psychology of how it developed and Basically, over history of time, men have always held in all of their emotions because that's what they're supposed to do. That's, you know, they're, they're, they're the strong suit, the leader, things that hurt them or traumatize them. They're supposed to just kind of throw to the side and you keep going. You don't talk about your feelings. And although those are great characteristic traits that build a man and why like I mean we've we have buildings and cities and empires and it's because man they had the strength to do that but it was just trauma just being thrown to the side and you keep avoiding problems and generational problems and you keep avoiding it and yeah we end up with more and more men becoming feminine losing testosterone Females are exceeding in test scores. We're exceeding in college graduation. We are challenging men more. But that's like a start of the men's mental health. And there's way more to it. But so the red pill community basically it's a bunch of angry guys. It's a bunch of guys, or not even angry guys, motivational guys, like of guys that are like man let's start being men like what's going on with us like we need to start going to the gym we need to start being top g's we need to start becoming successful and you know bagging money and getting girls and having that lifestyle that we want and desire and we want to be that guy and that's how it started and i was a fan of it Because I was in college and I was like, oh, wow, we need this. I was like, yeah, let's get the guys, you know, pumped up. Let's get them in the gym, you know, let's get them, you know. And most women actually were fans. Whatever, social media skewed the red pill community. It started becoming misogynistic. Of course, with good, there's bad. And they, you know, people all do become extremists and they push things in. It's for the clout and for the clickbait. Of course, that was like used. So it, you know, something good turned into something like 
pretty negative and it was hard to keep up with the good and you're seeing it today what what it led to the extremist of the red pill community is i don't believe what it was the red pill community to me began with how do you pull a girl how do you pull red pill blue pill and then it turned into okay guys are getting pissed and they got started getting motivated and they wanted more for themselves and then i was like okay cool like all right red pill community is starting to starting a movement i was like wow you know i've never even heard of it from outside of what that guy told me in high school and I was like now it's a movement and then I moved to Miami okay then I moved to Miami and the red pill blue pill community is insane over here it's because we have the fresh and fit podcast and it's because we have certain content creators that are here that are a part of the community or whatever and you know it's here in Miami I moved here I ended up being invited on the podcast and I was like okay I'm a fan of Myron I really I liked him I was like this is cool like and I was actually a fan of Sneeko and I was really excited to be a part of something that I thought was going to be really beneficial (laughs) catch on that I'm speaking in past tense (laughs) because I do have other opinions now doing three podcasts with well I did two with fresh and fit and then one with sauce cast but I mean he's not necessarily red pill community but he did the collab with fresh and fit so that's how I ended up there but The first time I went on, I was very, like, let me just stay pretty neutral and speak my point. Then the second time I went on was the live episode. I spoke up a little bit more. And I'm going to play a clip that went viral. My my first question is, how many 22-year-old guys do you think want to get married right now? Because I think in the general... Why would you be with a 22-year-old? Yeah, you don't want a 22-year-old. Well, because I'm 22 years old, so when I say I'm ready to get married at 30, I think most men my age are going to be ready to get married at 30, right? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that you're, you don't want a guy that's 22. So let's say you meet this guy that's 30. Exactly, I want a guy that's at 30 when I'm 30. So when I'm ready to get married, most men will be ready to get married. A guy that's 30 doesn't want a woman that's 30. They want younger women. I shared that video because I got a lot of responses from it. And essentially these guys, what I thought, what they were more building up masculinity, you know, they wanted to do well for the male community. That's not what they were doing. They're not doing that at all. (laughs) They, (laughs) their message is going to traditional values. They're saying, Traditionally, 30 old men want younger women. Like they're saying traditionally, girls tend to want an older guy because we are a few steps ahead. But in reality, the average age gap 
in America is two to three years. Also, what these men are promoting is a lifestyle of you're going to be successful and you're going to have multiple girlfriends. It was a live audience and their audience members are probably, their viewers are probably what, teenage boys to probably like 50 year old guys because I've had some oldies DM me after that are viewers. They asked is how many of you guys want a girlfriend? So they all rose their hand. How many of you guys have a girlfriend? None of them rose their hand. And then they also asked how many of you guys want multiple girlfriends? They all rose their hand. So not only do they want one girlfriend, but they want multiple because that's the lifestyle that Myron represents is he says that he has multiple girlfriends and the girls that he dates, they choose to be in that relationship, which he's right, as they do choose to be in that relationship. And that's how they like it. And that's they they don't care that he has multiple girlfriends and that if he wants to hook up with a girl whenever he wants, that, that that's what he so chooses. It's open relationship on his end, but not on theirs. That's like a very aggressive, traditional way to look at how a family unit should be that's not how an original family unit should be uh yeah i think females are very aware that men have always uh been unfaithful and you had control over females so you were allowed men were allowed to be disloyal while the female was at home it was like common that the guy had a wife and then girlfriends that i know that was like a common thing but that's what that is why women i mean one of just one of the reasons why women were sick and tired of it all right now let's really dive in what myron's promoting okay because that's what he's promoting on the surface and guys are like yeah multiple girls and what he does is that in the fresh and fit podcast is they bring a panel of like seven, 10, I don't know, a bunch of girls and they ask them questions and they try to show the girls as being delusional because the men want this. They want multiple wives and they want to be these top guys or whatever. And they want us girls to realize that we're delusional and cater to those needs. That's what men are. That's what these red pill guys are asking for. Now the blue pill community, they're taking like the girls, they're taking our side. They help out, they help us out a little bit. They're more vulnerable. They're, you know, (laughs) you know, it's, I don't even, it's just, it's so strange that this is what it turned into, but uh, either way, (laughs) What Myron is essentially promoting is he is saying that they want girls, young girls, they want, so they're in their 30s, they want young, good-looking girls to want them for their money because that's what they're saying. They're basically saying is these girls are in a relationship with me and I'm allowed to have multiple girlfriends because I provide and I give them whatever they want. I have the money. So he wants girls to want him for his money 
and not care who he sleeps around with. Now let's even go further. They also promote basically that a woman getting an education or a stable career or an intense job is masculine trait. And they want to teach women that we should want to stay at home and take care of the kids and stuff. That's not, that's a, Hey, that's a, you know, you can agree both sides there, but to tell, to, to basically say, I want a woman who is not educated because that's too masculine. She wants me for my money. She's not educated. She wants me for my money. And in return, she doesn't care who I sleep around with. I mean, that's pretty damn close to a prostitute to me. That's a pro. I mean, that's pretty damn close to a prostitute. You're essentially teaching men, young men, a group of them, that they should want prostitutes. They make enough money. They can have sex with however many women they want, and they're not gonna. They they're not gonna care that if if they do because they want his money. They're gonna take have his money. If you're teaching men that, and then you're trying to teach girls that they're delusional because they don't see that that's what men want. You're saying you want a prostitute. <laughs> you're not teaching men that they should reach for high value women and they should be a high value man and you promote just everyone to be just high value you're basically telling women to lower their standards of life and quality and expectations for men to be able to sleep around with whoever they want and in exchange they'll provide money Another thing that I didn't like about what I saw was the what happened with the females on the podcast. You know, they bring in a panel of these girls and they're all very nice girls. I got along with all of them. I thought they were all really, really sweet, actually. And they bring these women on and they ask the women questions like, in my first one that I went on, they asked the women, name three countries. And a few of the women stumbled and they couldn't do it. And the whole thing is them laughing and the whole Red Pill community, they're commenting like you, it's a live sh stream or whatever. And they're, you see all the guys like commenting literally like, you dumb, you know, you dumb, 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 she's dumb, ah. They're saying more aggressive things, of course, and they're making fun of them. And, you know, is it funny that someone can't name three countries, whatever? Like, of course, it's funny. And we're all at fault at laughing at dumb things. And, you know, what goes around comes around. So an embarrassing moment for someone is going to be an embarrassing moment for you. And... Essentially, what these men are laughing at, though, is low income and poor education. I mean, 
if someone can't name three countries, that genuinely means that there's poor education. And that's a problem that we're seeing around the United States is more and more people, they can't name three countries. They can't name presidents. They can't. And it's sad because it's not their fault that they weren't taught that or there wasn't enough motivation or they didn't have the opportunities to have you know, I was sitting there and I was able to name the three countries and I felt fortunate enough that I was able to obtain the education that I did. The education that those men are saying that makes me a more masculine female. They're then making fun of them for not having that education. So it's just a contradicting thing. That's a contradiction. They want females to not strive for bigger and better things and want more. They want women to be at home and take care of things. And then they make fun of them for not having an education, like a whole community of them while they're on the panel. They're just bashing on them and they're making fun of it. And then vice versa too is, they are making fun of the women for being sex workers and they're saying that that's like not respectable but then they're telling the women that they that the women should not care if their man is sleeping around so it's very contradicting they're making fun of sex workers but then they're promoting a sex worker mindset and then they're making fun of poor education, but then they're promoting poor education. And I sat there and I was like, wow, these guys got it all wrong. I'm like, wow, these guys got it all wrong. Like, wow. And, <laughs> you know, people are like, oh, okay, well, why do you care so much? These videos are getting millions of views. Like these, this community is tough. These are the, the guys like I'm worried because like <laughs> that's the dating pool, you know? <laughs> and if that's what they're listening to, again, social media, clickbait stuff. But I've seen it, man. I've seen it in guys. I've seen this red pill stuff affect some guys here in Miami. I really have. I have, I've lived in Miami for a year now and I know guys that obsess over these guys. I know guys that obsess over this mindset and I see it. It's not good. It's not. And it's then people complain about not finding anybody. The next thing I wanted to point out, and I have proof when I say that their method is not working. I know it's not working because I have proof that it's not working. And that is by the messages I received. <laughs> because, you know, I'm a good looking girl that went on this podcast. I'm 22 years old. I was able to name the three countries. I liked the guys. This was the first time I went. I liked the guys. I got along with them. For the Red Pill community, 
I don't see like what your problem would be with me at all because I'm basically the description that you're saying fits except for the fact that I'm educated and that makes me masculine and maybe this is the problem now questioning your ideology but these are the dms that I received or the comments that I received at Tony Scardino, I saw the whole episode, you made yourself look like a clown, and you seriously don't look like you're in your 20s. Um, bad angle, I guess, for me on that pod. <laughs> Why would a guy that is in his prime go for someone who's about to hit the wall? Because apparently also, yeah, that's another thing is the guys, their 30s is their prime, you know? <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of hot 30-year-old women. Hot. So, and I know a lot of ugly, ugly 30-year-old men. At Tony Scardino, I wouldn't marry you if you are in your 30s. Unless you make more than six figures, then I'll marry a woman in her 30s. At Tony Scardino, it's easy. Equal, you as 22 years old wouldn't like to settle down with a 22-year-old young boy. And if you are 30, you are used and no guy at 30 would take you. He did answer your question. He said no guy is going to want to marry a girl that is 30 years old. So you being in your 30s looking for a guy also in his 30s is less likely to happen you being 22 looking to get married, more guys will want to marry you and it's better to do it younger than older because no guy wants a woman who can't have a family. Okay. First of all, 30-year-old women <laughs> are very fertile and they can't have a family. At Tony Scardino, the whole idea is you get married when you're at your peak value. Women peak at around 22. Men peak much later. Also, men age much better than women if they take care of themselves. Hate to break it to you, but men are wired to be attracted to fertile women due to evolutionary bi biology. Men who nutted in fertile women and didn't go for older women were more likely to pass their genes. So even if a man doesn't want to have kids he'll always find younger women more physically attractive you are more likely to find a much better partner at 22 than if you waited till 30 again <laughs> we're still fertile baby we are still fertile <laughs> we're just too fucking stupid to understand basic english sentences he told you out of blank straight facts. Let me explain for your little brain. You want to marry at 30 yo-ish with a man around the same age. And do what in between, by the way? There's a 98% of chance this won't happen and the dude you want will go for the younger, healthier, and more fertile version of you. That's not BS. It's just how human beings work and has worked for millennials over and over again. He said, I'll answer since you're not that bright. No man with any self-respect will want your used up ass at 30 after you've been ran through by half of Miami, 
have had multiple kids from multiple baby daddies and a handful of STDs and a whole suitcase of trauma. Who sounds like the one with trauma? These men, they look up to Fresh and Fit because they want multiple girlfriends. They want girlfriends. They want to be top G. They want to be high value man. They want to make money. They want to be that guy. They, and essentially it is, they want to pull a bunch of girls. They want to have sex with a bunch of girls. And that's fine. You want to teach game? Teach game. They're not teaching game. The messages, the DMs I get from the Red Pill community, I can promise you it's not game. They're just being mean and disrespectful to young girls. They had a good-looking girl go on their podcast, gave them their at, gave them my at, and instead of having game, all of these men, these 30-year-old men, I would not give a chance to. So these men that think that they're going to bag 22-year-old girls, I'm telling you right now as a 22-year-old girl, um, it's not happening. None of the fresh and fit viewers I will ever get with if you have that mindset. And I can promise you none of my friends will. And any girl that I know that has any respect for herself or has eyeballs to see that why would she want a 30-year-old guy that's on social media bagging on young girls if that's what watching fresh and fit is doing to you then maybe you should not watch it i think it's really detrimental that these guys are promoting that and i think it's really detrimental that these guys look up to them I have guys over here saying, oh, you're going to be used up in STDs by the age of 30. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> you literally are promoting that you want to be with multiple women. Women are not saying they want to do that. And yeah, maybe there are women and there are like sex workers and that's a thing going on. But that's a whole different conversation. So... Having these debates of, oh, well, this is how it should be. Well, this is how dating should be. Well, this is how dating should be. That's so wrong. It should just be like, let's find togetherness, a stable, rational basis of we are human beings with feelings and we desire respect and love. And that's the end of the day is we desire respect and love. If you disagree with that, then I don't know. Women. They're a product of your society. They're a product of the society that men created. Men are the leaders. They've always been the leaders. That's just, you're right. There are gender roles. Men are leaders. And, well, this is where you let us. I mean, hasn't been a bunch of females in leadership for the past few centuries. It's been mostly men. Yeah, thanks for giving us our rights. And it's been great that, we're paying taxes and going to work and now a dual income household. That's been great. But uh, there needs to be a point where men need to say, okay, well, if we're the leaders and that's our gender role. Let's not sit here and want multiple wives. Let's lead. 
let's lead women into stable homes. Let's, instead of saying, I don't want your used up ass at 30, let's, why not? Why would you want, like, like what? (laughs) If men want to be leaders, then their first step is to start showing women that they can lead us. And if women want a man who is a leader, they need to start showing men that we can trust them to lead us. And we have to do this simultaneously because at this point, neither, neither gender is being heard and it's because neither gender feels heard. And that was one of the things that I saw that again, really upset me is the females that did agree with fresh and fit when we were at the live audience, they were women bashing on women. Girls be hating on girls is the ugliest thing ever because we should be building each other up, especially when we're in that type of environment. And one of the females, she said, oh, she was like saying, she was the one who said it. Well, they're not going to want you. Really? Like, why would a 40-year-old woman say that to a 22-year-old girl, that a man is not going to want me at 30? And she's doing it because she wants the validation from the men. It's a dangerous mindset to promote on these podcasts because these women are quite literally telling other girls to do that just for the clickbait or something. I don't know. It was weird. Tell a girl that, that she's not going to find a guy. Why is a grown woman saying that to another girl? That's it for today. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a good week. And yeah, you can find me at official Tony Scardino on all platforms. And I hope you guys have a good week. All right. God save the queen, man.